Hi guys, welcome back and today we are interviewing a fantastic friend and the CEO and co-founder is here with us today. But I wanted to preface by just saying that, you know, I know there's a lot of brands out there for like eyelash growth serums, for example, and this is one of the products in their lineup, but this one is really special to me personally, because I'm not like, I have very short and stubby eyelashes, so it's very hard to get them to grow, but I've definitely seen a lot of success with their products. And, um, you know, just in general, their whole range is just absolutely fantastic. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys, like I said, to the CEO and founder of Nelastin, Leah Garcia. Welcome to the show, Leah. Thank you so much for coming on. Ekta, thank you. What a lovely intro. No, it's I'm so honored to be hosting you. I love your brand. And like I said, you know, I'm a I'm a tough critic there because my eyelashes hate, you know, growing for some reason. So I'm I'm really excited. I love my brand too, just for the record. And I'm not I'm not the beauty maven. I'm an ex-pro athlete that grew up on a ranch that rode horses my whole life. Um, and it's interesting that I I chose this this category for business, but I love products that deliver on the promise. And as a pro athlete, I really wanted to stand behind something that was efficacious and science backed and that was literally performance based. So it makes sense if you look at the whole picture of how I ended up in the beauty industry. Um, but I, I too suffered from very short lashes, although that wasn't the original allure to the whole project. Um, but you remember back, I mean, you're probably too young. I'm 59 years old. And when I was in grammar school, we did this silhouette, uh, where we'd all sit there, right. And the teacher would do something and then we would get this silhouette of our face. And I remember I, I went to school with a lot of Hispanics and Olivia and Sylvia and all of my little classmates had these yes. eyelashes that just went off the page. And I remember <laughs> looking at mine and going, oh, wow, that's weird. Yeah. So literally my short eyelashes have haunted me my whole entire life. Oh my God. I feel like we would have been best friends. We would have been the, the short stubby eyelash squad. Like, because <laughs> I, I made up for it in personality. I promise you. Oh yeah. I can, I mean, obviously I can already tell. Um, that's so exciting though. I, I love that you have that background. I want to learn more about it though, if you could dive in further, because that's so interesting that you were, um, you're in, you know, in athletics and then, you know, you kind of geared your way towards the beauty industry. I mean, I would love to hear the whole journey. Oh, well, the the whole journey needs a glass of wine, I promise you. But the condensed version looks something like this. Um, I I have, again, grew up on a ranch, rodeoed for most of my life, played competitive softball. So athlete, 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 rough and tumble. Um, And yet I had this mother who was just as elegant as they get. And she was the one who was Miss Manners and really wanted to make sure that it, even though I was a tomboy, I was a lady. And so everything was this fabulous juxtaposition between um, being like gritty and yet at the same time having a sense of pride and elegance. So then fast forward to college. And then after college, I... Um, I moved to Spain to just get to know my heritage and my family. And that's when I started racing mountain bikes and completely head over heels in love with sport. Uh, It was up my alley. I could get dirty and push my body and climb mountains and go downhill really fast and crash and get up and do it again and um, and see all these wonderful places all over the world. I'm laughing because, oh my gosh, there's so many stories in between all of that. But um, it was it was this world that transitioned me into television. And when I became a sideline reporter, first for extreme sports on ESPN and then Outdoor Life Network, which then turned into Versus, which then transitioned to CBS. And I found myself back in the rodeo world covering um, bull riding, actually, for the professional bull riders tour. So for 18 years, I was a sideline reporter. And this is where my whole story meshes. It's a uh, uh, I I transitioned all of my athletics into that TV career, but was still chasing fitness. 
So I developed in-room fitness programming, and then that led me to infomercials. And I worked uh, on HSN and represented many brands to the direct-to-consumer market for fitness, basically. I, I, I had one of the best-selling infomercials for Slender Tone and Contour Core Sculpting System. So they were EMS ab belts. So I'd walk around with a tiny top on and show off my abs for a long time. But that's, that so cool. was, that's <laughs> what got me. That's what got me really intrigued about the direct to consumer market. And you know, back in the old days, I think we used to imagine that. Um, oh, it's so changed. But online used to be not as prestige as it is now. But yeah. I saw how much care went into these products that were not retail but direct to consumer. And so that was imprinted in my mind as I continued on my career path. And then when I met a microbiologist who had developed this elastin uh, product line, I was, I, was, I was hooked. And I said, let me take this to market. And so I bootstrapped the whole thing and 2016 incorporated and organically have grown to where we are today. Wow, that is impressive. That I mean, honestly, like... I it's so rare, right, for people to shift kind of like I don't want to say career tracks, but kind of like jump from like one like really epic career move to like another. And I just find that to be so intriguing that you were able <laughs> to do that. And I mean, the brand is absolutely fantastic. And I, you know, really, truly hats off to you for it because it speaks for itself, you know, and that's kind of, you know, the I think the hallmark for a great brand. Right. But I mean, I love what you said about the the idea of uh, e-commerce and like this, you know, brands that are online. Yeah, I never used to like even myself, like I'm 36 years old. I never uh, bought them. You know, even now it's hard for me sometimes, you know, because I'm not used to it. I remember growing up with the the TV, you know, uh, the, the shows that were selling things like, you know, HSN, obviously, but then also um, there's another one, QVC, you mm -hmm. know, all of that. So it was kind of a, it was built into all of us, I think, in a way, right? Like of someone demonstrating products and explaining why you should be buying this. Like, and that, that kind of went away with the whole, you know, everything's on a website, you know, now you have to figure it out on your own. It, it's kind of like, it took the luster out of it in a way for a lot of us. I mean, it did for me. I remember, you know, so <laughs> that's, that's well said as well. Taking the luster out. I think there's yeah. a healthy amount of skepticism for yeah. products that are offered anywhere, really. And, and rightly so. Um, there's a lot of companies that sprinkle fairy dust in their ingredient deck and then call it um, something fancy. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So uh, it's, you know, it really boils down to, <clears throat> excuse me, what company you're working with. And, and the ethics that are behind that particular brand. So right. because New Lastin is, in, in essence, me, I take this very, very seriously with right. truth in advertising, truth in um, all of the performance. We don't Photoshop before and after photos. We don't um, pad results. We don't fake it. We put the active ingredients in our formulas to the maximum amount that they need to be so that we get the results. Because at the end of the day, if our product doesn't perform, customers aren't going to come back. So it, it behooves us to be the best that we can be and to do right by the customers who are using it. So again, I stand very proud with what we do as a company with our ethics in publication as well as product performance. I love that. I love that you're so like, you know, you, you know what you guys are doing and you're, you're standing by it because like, I'm not going to lie, Leah, you know, I, I love the industry, right? I love the beauty industry. I'm a huge fan. I always have been, but there are some times where I look at products and I'm like, why did, why was this even created? You know what I mean? Like it, it becomes like kind of, and I'm not trying to bash anybody and by no, not, not at all. You know, I, I love beauty. I love the industry. I love the professionalism of this industry. It's just that sometimes I think people don't ask themselves that question of like, where is it that my products are going to fit in? You know, mm -hmm. and like, who's going to buy them and why are they going to buy them? And I think with Nilastin, like it was, you know, it, the proof is in the product. And that's where I, I really love what you guys are doing because it, you don't really have to sell me on it. You know, it's like, if I can try it, 
And I can feel like, okay, I'm going to use this for, you know, whatever my time period is to prove something to myself, right? I think all of us as consumers have that, you know, some people say two weeks, one month, whatever. For me, it's about two to three weeks, right? And if I can use the product for two to three weeks and I'm starting to see a result, done, you know, Yay. like done in my mind. Like I will right. try everything in your line at that point. So it's like, <laughs> like, I, I mean, like I've done it. Ding, ding, ding. My ears just worked <laughs> up. Thank you. Yeah, but I mean, you're, you're talking about expectations. Yeah. So it's, we're we at the end of the day, we're going to get out marketed by some other brand if we don't push the envelope on letting consumers know that in as soon as X number of weeks, you will see results because the reality is, is everyone biology wise is different. So depending on where you are with your eyelash, eyebrow, hair growth stage, it could be the first stage where it may last a couple of weeks. It could be the second stage or the third stage. By the time you get to the telogen stage, which is where the hair follicle decreases and then falls out before it reassembles again, if you're in that stage and you've just started using our product and all of a sudden you start getting like immediate results, that happens. Um, yeah. But we can never predict that. So that's why we did a clinical evaluation, a clinical study. Actually, it just finished. Um, we did a whole new study in July. And so we saw that results are guaranteed in six weeks because that was the first time point that we tested. But the great news is, is that results doubled by 12 weeks. Wow. So I can clinically say that when you use our product for 12 weeks, you're going to see twice the results that you did at six weeks. And for me personally, the longer you go, the better it gets. Now, that doesn't mean that your eyelashes are just going to keep growing off the top of your head. But what it does mean is that results are consistent, ongoing, and beautiful. And that's what we're aiming for. I love that. And I think you guys are you're doing great. That's so amazing, though, 12 weeks. I mean, 12 weeks is not a long time. And, you know, that that's, you know, with a lot, especially with lash products, I feel like a lot of times people try to pitch you the whole, well, you got to try it for three or four months, you know, like you gotta, you gotta try it. And then you try it for three or four months. And then it's like, wait a minute, this is not doing anything. You know what I mean? And it's yes. a disheartening feeling when you have that, because I know when you invest that much time, especially now, I feel like no one has an attention span anymore. First of all, <laughs> you know, it's, and second of all, it's like the, the patience, right? I mean, you're, you're telling when you tell people to be patient for this amount of time and then you, they don't say anything, that's very disheartening for consumers, you know? And I, I hate seeing people go through that. So it's really cool to hear that you guys have actual clinical results, which is another, you know, aspect that I think is huge, especially because, you know, when you shared your background, I was, I'm so impressed that you immediately went in this clinical route. You know what I mean? With your vision, because oftentimes when I'm interviewing brands or I talk to brands, it's usually like a scientist they'll tell me, you know, like, hey, yeah, you know, I went in the science direction. But sometimes entrepreneurs, I think they don't understand that you do have to weave that into your DNA from the beginning, you know, the science. And and I at this point, especially we're now, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I've seen in the consumer base and the feedback, people are like not compromising anymore there. You know, they're not they're not ready to anymore because I think they're finally seeing their vanities full of products, right? Thousands of dollars. And a lot of those things don't have science behind them. So, you know, it's huge to me that you you went in that direction that you from the beginning decided to, you know, invest. <laughs> really, that's what you did, invest. Right. The data yeah. does show that consumers are seeking science-backed formulas. But let me tell you, that's not the first reason while they're grabbed something off a shelf. The yeah. Humans will always look for what they think looks pretty. How has it been marketed? What does it do for them, right? At the end of the day, what's in it for them? Yeah. So, you know, there's a fine line between if I lead with science and marketing, I go nowhere. Um, but I can stand proudly behind the fact that I do have science. So we can we can market with emotion. And then once they realize that it clicks and checks off all the other boxes, that's where we really stand apart. Um, yeah. Now, going back to your, your story about the clinical studies, it is, it is important to note that if you ever want to see me throw air punches and just get really crazy mad at the industry, it's when companies use a single ingredient clinical study as part of their 
science. And what that does is it doesn't tell you the full formula success. So to be clear, our study is based on our exact ingredient deck and the percentage of everything that is in that ingredient deck. Whereas I would just caution consumers to look at many brands that will just list oh, we have these great ingredients. And of course, many of those great ingredients have clinical studies that were done either by the manufacturer or elsewhere. But you have to really look for what's that completed study on the formula. And then the second thing to look at is quantitative versus qualitative, which also equates to perception-based studies. So I think this worked. I feel like this worked. I saw this working now, yeah. we actually did one of those self-assessment um, interviews after the clinical evaluation, just because you want to know how it pairs out and it looked great. So I will be using that data because it's real, but it it will work better when it's coupled with the hard facts. Yeah, no, I think that that's really, really a very important point what you just brought up is this qualitative and quantitative data matching up. Um, I think that, uh, I don't think consumers really stop to think about it, but I would love for us to get to a point where we do because in science, I mean, we know this because, you know, you, you, when you go through science, you just know, you know, because it's required. I mean, I can't remember a single degree I've gotten or any project I've ever worked on. If I went to my, you know, in my, my professor and said, listen, uh, I only got this, you know, they want everything and every scientist, they want the whole picture and that's what it's about. Right. So with consumers, I feel like a lot of times uh, the clinical trials have become marketing gimmicks in a way, too. You know, I that's think what I was time, talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a lot of companies have, you know, they really turned it into like a situation where it's no longer about providing efficacy. It's about providing, you know, just excuses or not excuses, but like, you know, just like a little. Stamp. I call it slick marketing. Yeah. Very slick. <laughs> very, very, very slick, slick marketing. But, yeah. you know, in, in general, though, I think that it, it really doesn't, that, that doesn't bother me. I mean, the cream will rise to the top. Mostly, my goal is just to get our product in people's hands. And I offer a 100% lifetime guarantee. And it's a weird concept, but let me tell you where I got it. Years ago, when I was traveling for television, I was on the road 200 days a year. And I was living out of a suitcase and I had a Swiss army bag. Oh my gosh. I love that bag so much. And it, it went hundreds of thousands of miles, million, a million miles. Right. And Swiss army had a 100% lifetime guarantee. So if a zipper broke or if there was a rip, which rarely happened, but it did based on the abuse that I put into that bag, I would contact the company and they would take care of me. Sometimes they would just replace the bag. Sometimes they would send me to someone to repair it. And I just was so tickled with their lifetime performance guarantee that I said to myself, when I have my own brand, I'm going to have a lifetime performance guarantee. So what I do for my consumers is I don't care if they use the product incorrectly or correctly and it takes them four months, two months, three months, However long, if they contact us and they say, you know what, I didn't get the results I was looking for, um, I'm going to do one of two things. I'm going to either replace the product. Sometimes I give them a super steep discount. Sometimes I'll give them a free bottle just to keep the progress going um, or I'll refund their money. And the only thing I had to do is put some terms and conditions because when I first got into business, people were starting to abuse my very lax policy. So um, they would buy about 10 products and then try to return them all at once for a complete refund. So I had to, I had to make some rules. Um, But I still really want everyone to know when they buy a new Lastin product, it's not about what's in it for me. It's about what's in it for them. I want them to get the results they're craving. If they clicked on my product and they bought one of them, lash, brow, hair, or the beautiful skincare line, by the way, If they click on any of our products and they're not getting the results, I want them to be patient. Take your time. There's no rush, no rush. Just stick with it. Sometimes based on thyroid issues, hormonal issues, aging, stress, environmental factors, we're not all going to see the results the same time as other people. But my whole ask is just... Stick with it. 
take your time and then watch the magic happen. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, you need to give it time. You can't <laughs> right. For everyone listening, please don't do that. Like, honestly, right? it's, it's just annoying. I mean, that's, you have to give products. Please time. don't give me 30 days to make a decision. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, listen, at the end of the day, we are all like, no matter how much science there is in a product, science takes time to work. Even your normal body, the physiology of the human body is made to take at least, you know, a certain amount of time, even in the normal, like, you know, circulating of hormones, for example, <laughs> you know, or like whatever, like we're not, we're not made for instant gratification in any way, even as humans, like, you know, so if for people to do that, I just think that's, that's kind of messed up, you know, I, you're, I you're talking about consistency though. So there yeah. are some, I, it's not, there are some things that have an immediate effect, obviously that's why people yeah. do drugs, right? Yeah. <laughs> drugs are science. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's an immediate effect that happens <laughs> with that, but as a topical cosmetic quote, not a drug, um, you know, it does take time to see the ongoing results. But for example, when you use the, the skincare line, you'll get immediate transdermal hydration. So uh, you can put on my serum and moisturizer. And the minute you put it on, your skin will look dewier than it did before you put it on. And that's just because you get all that lovely transdermal. Now, to, to start having um, a visible change for wrinkles or ongoing dryness or for other things, yes, that does take time. Um, but I, I can actually tell if if some of my friends um, put on, if they wash their face and they don't put new lasting on, I can look at them, my husband especially. And I was like, you didn't use the product, did you? Because his face yeah. just looks pastier. Um, yeah. So it's, it's uh, and one of the things that I love, not just about our skincare, the lash, the brow and the hair is that when you put it on, it's, the elastin is very native to the human body's elastin production. So what that means is that the body recognizes it. And so it assimilates very well. And so you don't feel like you've got anything caked on. It literally disappears. Um, yeah. Our product doesn't leave chunkiness, stickiness, dryness. It's, it's, like, it's like the porridge that's perfect. Um, yeah. When you put it on, you'll literally forget that you've got it on. You can go exercise. Your skin still breathes and sweats and performs naturally. Um, so that's why I love it. And when you look at the performance part of how that affects, you know, athletes and or other people who want to put makeup on afterwards or live in humid environments or dry environments, it's it works everywhere. It works everywhere yeah. on and on any skin type. No, I absolutely agree. I think it's a very, very, um, like, it's great for radiance. It's really great for, like, I think, you know, I always like to think of products that are really based on this idea of, you know, you you want, like, a more, like, um, we all know that we have elastin in our skin that's kind of the scaffold for a lot of things that are going on in terms of, like, the shape of our skin. The oh, tightness, look at the you go. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's the science. <laughs> it's my years of science, I guess. But I mean, you know, we know that, right? But at right. the end of the day, we have to understand that when you're working with topical products, there's a real uh, strength. There's a real, uh, you know, strength in the idea that when you're topically applying something, you can kind of mimic what's going on on the very deep layers of your skin mm, on the top mm -hmm. of your skin. So when you do that, you are going to create the same kind of effect because essentially what you're doing is you're giving your skin stability from the outside. And it already has it from the inside, you know, because of your normal anatomy. So that's, a, it's like a stabilization factor that you're, you know, really incorporating into your skincare routine by using products like yours. And I think that's where I get very interested in something that is, you know, working with, for example, like elastin and the, and the concept of these like structural proteins, right? Because that it's very, very unique. It's more than just putting on a cream. It's much more than that because now you have actual on a molecular level, you're creating again a scaffold. You know what I mean? You're you're giving your skin something to give it support to make it feel like okay, it can be smoothed over or whatever you want to call it. It creates that effect. And that's what I've noticed by using the products is that, you know, the skincare products specifically, they leave my skin not only hydrated, but very smoothed over. So if I put makeup on top, it's a very easy application. It's a very uh seamless 
seamless application. Excuse me, I just choked. <laughs> and um, you know, it's easy. It makes my life easier, right? As a consumer, because then my products look good, right? My makeup looks good. My foundation makes me actually look younger. You know, all of that good stuff. So you know, you're you're providing a tool at the end of the day. So I, I love it. I love the brand. You're giving me a mic drop moment right now. I cannot <laughs> stop smiling. It is so refreshing to listen to someone who is so educated about matrix proteins, structural proteins, and also elastin. Um, Can I blow your mind now for a second? Absolutely, please. Yeah. All right. So the way that you understand elastin in the skin, um, perpendicular, and the way that it's been visually shown throughout various dermatology images and, and science. There is an elastin envelope that surrounds hair follicles. And this elastin envelope is, think of it as a cocoon, um, bear-hugging hair follicles. And then it also has this root system. So, it, and it's also structured differently than the elastin that's in the skin matrix. And this is not seen in any images online. It's not taught in medical school. Yet there is scientific literature and it does exist. So what Nulastin does is Nulastin is focused on that root system for hair follicles. And when you think about it, it anchors the hair. No matter what you're doing to improve hair growth, whatever products you may be using, if you can't anchor that hair follicle, it's going to prematurely shed and fall out which means that your hair is not going to grow longer. It's not going to get thicker. It's not going to do what you want it to do. So Nulastin is on the cutting edge of not only teaching people about elastin, but now educating the consumer on the importance of elastin and hair. Um, So we kind of own the category and I'm very, very proud of that. Um, But especially as those of us, I've got long hair, which is crazy at my age, but I'm loving it. Um, but the longer your hair gets, the stronger that elastin follicle, that elastin root system needs to be. And, and think of it like if there's a big palm tree in a hurricane, how it has a nice root system and that way it can, it can like bend all the way over one direction and bend over the other direction and it stays put. It doesn't come out of the ground. That's what you want for your hair. Um, my, my test for people is you should, you should pull out a hair on your head and it should hurt. When you pluck your eyebrows, it should hurt. If you pulled out an eyelash, it should hurt. Um, If it doesn't hurt, you're not anchored well. Now, I don't want everybody to start hair pulling. Please don't do that. I literally Um, just did that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a scientist. Don't do this at home. Don't try. That's right. Please do not listen to Leah. it's I had a hairdresser do it one time and then she did a whole elasticity test on my hair and she was pulling it and looking how it curled and showing how the content was and I was just blown away I thought it was the greatest thing ever um but but when I get stressed and and listen hair is so directly associated with stress uh and and we don't really know specifically why COVID caused so much hair loss but I believe that the uh, statistics were something to the effect of 80% of everyone who had COVID suffered hair loss um, of, of some sort or another. And, and many of them haven't recovered. So that's why I think a lot of online companies jumped on the bandwagon and they all started creating a hair treatment for people who were losing their hair, which I found somewhat sad and predatory. That um, is, are, yeah. yeah. Our hair, our hair product had been in development for about poof, over two decades, yeah. um, but this whole elastin. But but I will be honest, this elastin root system. I, I knew we had a great product, but I didn't really understand what that root system was all about until Dr. Felipe Jimenez joined our team, um, and he's one of the foremost elastin scientists in the world, um, and we are we are honored to have him working with us as our chief science officer. But he's the one who really has been able to explain to us why our product works so well. And then he consequently reformulated um, our lash brow and hair treatment so that we can even add a few more things that help with 
um, some of the other solar elastosis, some of the other damage that happens that contributes to this degradation of elastin. That He's is pretty amazing. much my favorite human in the world. He's so smart. Yeah, I mean, that is amazing. I mean, you definitely just blew my mind as well. So this is, <laughs> this is great. I mean, honestly, I love how you explain that, Leah. I think that I've never thought about it that way. You know, the what you just said in the, in the sense of it, it's like a, it's an encasing that work. It's like the tree analogy really got me because yeah, you know, in the really like windy and hurricane prone areas, you know, when palm trees bend over or whatever, you know, it's like, you always wonder like, how is that happening? But yeah, you're right. It's that, that anchoring aspect. I mean, I, I, th I don't think any of us think of our hair like that, you know, like no. I know even now, like, you know, when you, you brought up such a great point with the COVID thing, because, you know, you're right. After COVID, we had all this brand new education around scalp health and it was like why are we now talking about the scalp mm -hmm. like where i didn't even realize that the way the statistic that you shared i didn't know any of that so it makes sense but at the same time we haven't really been doing that right either because no one's talking about elastin fibers you know no one's talking about the encasing they, no and they wouldn't they're it. not going to talk about well they might if they copy what i'm doing they can't copy the 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 science behind what we have a uh, patent pending for this elastin root system but some of the other yeah. things you you're, you're going to see some imposters out there you're going to see people saying oh elastin is really important to hair but they're not um they're not using the technology to really address that particular elastin root system so yeah you'll probably see it in marketing but um buyer beware uh, I would say come to the source, come to New Lastin. We're the we're the Elastin experts, and we are really at the forefront of this technology as it as it affects the hair, lashes, brow, and skin. And maybe in the future, if you wanted to know what's next in a dream world, um, I will start chasing the vaginal atrophy and the vaginal rejuvenation market because that's all about Elastin as well. Oh, that is huge. That's huge. yes. That would be well, epic. As a, as a 59-year-old, yeah. it's like, okay, this is getting personal now, people. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I kid you not, Leah. Oh, my gosh. When you, I, I know we're taking a little detour, but honestly, when I first – I remember back in the day we learned about it in med school, and I was like – why the heck does this happen to women? Like, why yeah. do we go through this? As if you haven't gone through enough, you know right. what I mean? <laughs> and then you hit menopause and then you got to lose your, you know, actual tissue, like integrity in your old age. That's so messed up. I mean, right. then, that would be game changing though. Honestly, the menopause market would like fall in love with you if you did that because right. I don't see any products out there for that. Yeah. There are, cute. there are some, actually there's some people who are, who are jumping in um, a lot of stem cell, um, some of the companies that are chasing the placental, um, amniotic fluid, that's another big thing right now in the industry. Um, yes. I've looked into all of it. I've actually done a lot of research to see. But it's not a stem cell issue though. It's not a stem cell issue. Though. No, but stem cells can, they can have a, um. Like an it, impact on it. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. There, but, but again, it's, it's how well executed the science is. The science is catching up. I mean. The whole biohacking world and what we've what we're doing with our bodies is pretty exciting. And yeah. th there was a time where we didn't have these high end um, DNA sequenced proteins available to us, and now they're commercialized. Now brands can actually get their hands on them. So I suspect you're going to see more brands that actually have great product and ingredients. Um, as we continue, it's just contract manufacturers are somewhat of a dime a dozen right now. There's tons out there. So it's, um, it's happening. The, the whole transition is happening. It's, it's no longer just a cream. It's literally science in a lot of formulas. Um, so the trick is to be at the forefront like we are and to make sure that we continue innovating and that we continue enhancing what we've got. But the other part of me is like, if it's, if it works, don't, don't fix it. Right. So we've got yeah. a winning formula, winning ingredients. Um, and it's, uh, it's powerful. Yeah, no, you guys have a really like 
like just knocking it out of the park kind of line. I mean, every product I've tried, I've really loved. And I genuinely mean that because it's, again, it's about the, it is about the science, but it's also about the translational aspect of the science too, right, Leah? It's not just about, oh, I've got science on paper, here you go. No, you have to be able to feel it in the products. And I feel like that's where a lot of times I get lost as a consumer with a lot of science, like heavy, heavy brands that are just pushing that they've got the, you know what I mean? On paper, they got the science. It makes sense. It adds up. That's great. But if it doesn't work for me on my skin, I don't believe right. you, right? That's really end all be all, you know? I mean, at the end of the day, the, and you know, what's crazy is I learned that early on as a scientist, I, I, I remember one of my mentors taught me that. They said, you know, we can find all of the gene upregulation, downregulation that we want, but if it's not translating to hmm. actual, like, you know, results in the human body, then we haven't done our jobs. And I think that's a huge component when I look at OTC products is this idea of like, you know, you can have the science, but are, what are you really doing with that science? Are you applying it right? Are you mm -hmm. making sure that your products really are, you know, from, uh, you know, inception of the idea to actual product delivery you know are you maintaining that science that whole time i mean that's a huge time frame right from like creating a product all the way to like manufacturing it distributing it getting it into the consumer's hands and then seeing results that's a huge time frame and i think sometimes people and especially entrepreneurs get lost in this world of theory and they get lost mm. in like oh it's theoretically gonna work you know what i mean and like i know there's a lot of scientists out there that can really with me because I know all of you have had that moment in your careers, you know. Um, well, your mentor did right by you, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's true though, and I think that's why I, I think the last one stands out so much to me, even as someone with a science background, because you guys translate it, translates at the Here, end of the day. Here's a story know? when you're talking about what works. So, yeah. throwing the kitchen sink in an ingredient deck is not the answer. And I know that because when I was working early, early on, on the reformulation of our lash serum, we, we literally put this kitchen sink in. I was like, all right, if this is going to work, then let's put more of this and let's do this. And I, you know, I'm not a scientist, but I was just, I was just like, and I want these ingredients. And I just pretty much listed all my favorites. Um, and we, we did not get any results. It was the craziest phenomenon um, literally, I think we went backwards. So, and we just did a, a quick little um, user trial with my office staff, and and we all personally were using the product. It took before pictures, and then four weeks later, and then six weeks later, we took the next photos, and we were looking at each other, going, "Hmm, we're going backwards. Like it was not working." <laughs> um, and I thought that was a real um, eye-opening moment because who who formulates these products it, it really matters it's got to be the right synergistic blend it's got the science has got to work yeah. with with what you're trying to accomplish but anyway lesson learned with that do not throw the kitchen sink in a product which is partly why i get very proud too about our ingredient deck and it's it's pretty it's pretty small um yeah. it used to be smaller but oddly trying to clean our ingredients up and get rid of any of the toxins so we're ewg EWG doesn't do anything for hair care. Did you know that, by the way? No. The Environmental Working Group does, an, uh, does a certification for skincare, but not for lash, brow, and hair. What? So, um, I know. I know. It's it's bizarre. But we still follow their no list, their restricted list. And then the same. So, I kind of went back to the Whole Foods, um, the Whole Foods list and, yeah. and used that as a barometer to say, okay, if we can stay on that clean list, and stay on the EWG clean list, then we're good to go. Even though I know clean is a naughty word in the industry right now. I'm trying yeah. to think of how else we can say clean without saying clean. That's well, my next marketing goal. toxic scientifically valid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even using yeah. the word toxic, I'm just like, ooh, I just don't like that word. It's so negative. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I feel like, no, I, I created a seal because of this. So I'm, I'm not trying to self-promote here Oh, wait, at all, what but... is your seal? Yeah, my it's called the Safe Seal, S A F E, and it stands for scientifically accepted formulations. Oh, and well, send, yeah. send me your send me your no no list, and and let me see if I can check off those boxes. 
Yeah, no, I'm sure you guys, I think you guys already do. My, my no-no list is like, basically, if you do pseudoscience, we don't like you. That's what my no-no okay. list is, to be honest. And you guys are already doing, a, like, solid science. And I, okay. and that's really what, you know what, that's what it comes down to, Leah. Honestly, if I were to, if I were to tell you, I did all my homework into, like, you know, like, FDA guidelines and all of this. And I've seen the people that do just, you know what I mean? They have one aspect they're looking at. As a, as a peer-reviewed committee that, like, I sit on peer-reviewed committees. And whenever I look at anything, I'm trying to approach it from that, you know, just that mindset, even in my daily life, right? And I look mm-hmm. at products like that. And I think what's most important to me is, like, did everything come together in like a dance you know what I mean that's Mm -hmm. really what good science is and it's like you know like what you were explaining earlier you know you couldn't sit here and do that if you didn't have a blockbuster product you know what I mean like at the end of the day your science adds up on a on a multifactorial level and that's where I am you know I'm very getting very irritated I'll be honest with you (laughs) with a lot of the things in the industry because we have kind of shifted you know it's like we took a turn as consumers and we said okay we want science now but then what did we do we went directly to chemistry only right we Mm -hmm. just went straight to chemistry we didn't even look at biology we didn't look at biology physiology pathophysiology none of that stuff we just said chemistry chemistry and that's not it either you know what i mean so at the end of the day if your if your products are able to kind of fit together like you know scientifically speaking and create an end result that's good science you know and that's where things get differentiated between fluff and really filling a white space and that's where i'm like you know i that's why i created the seal to be honest with you because that's what i wanted to put out there but well you know when i look at nolastin that I'm getting excited about your products because you're doing that. You're bringing the science together that it actually works. Like my eyelashes are proof, you know, like I've been <laughs> using the the lash growth serum. You know, I think it's been a few months now and I, it's like a daily thing for me. It's like, I don't skip. I don't want to skip because the, you know, the results help me stay motivated. And that's another thing is like, you know, we love as an industry, as a consumer base, we love talking about, well, you know, I end up spending thousands of dollars on products. And my question to everybody is, why? You know, why do you do that? Because you're not motivated. You're not motivated in the right way. You're not looking at results and saying, I want more of this. You're looking at lack and saying, I don't want this anymore. You know what I mean? And so that's where I think we as an industry like are lacking in the sense of like, we're not providing the right things for consumers. And that's why consumers keep spending thousands and thousands of dollars. But if you guys, for everyone listening out there, if you actually find brands that are doing it right, I promise you that mindset and that habit is going to shift to where you're like, I want more of this. I want to do this more and more and more. And it's like the same thing between positivity and negativity. You know what I mean? It's like the same concept if you think about it. I mean, you know, and I, I wish consumers would get there. That's why I'm ranting about this, because I really feel like that feeling you get when something just works is so much more powerful than your need to go mass purchase random products. It's just a whole different feeling, you know? So I, I'm a huge believer in, you know, invest in whatever it is that you're trying. Make sure that you're seeing it through till the end and seeing if you get results or not before you're quick to jump the boat and say it doesn't work for me because a lot of times the really science heavy hitting brands they're going to take time to work you guys you know like they're going to take time to show you those results and I promise you when you see them you're going to be like this is it I found my you know hero product kind of thing so um you know I wanted to put that out there but Nilassan is like that you know that's where you guys stand out to me you guys are actually brand a brand where I'm like okay I've put the time in and I've seen results and now I don't need to just to shift, you know, serums. I found it, you know, this is it for me. And so, yeah, I'm a huge fan. I think you guys are definitely doing it right, Leah. And I'm, you know, I'm huge championing, I'm championing you on, you know, for everything in the future. And that's really where my next question is, is like, you know, what is coming up uh, next? I know you mentioned the, the, you know, intimate care side, but, um, you know, in the direct next step, is there anything you can share with us? Yes. First of all, I want to clone you. <laughs> I, I, I want to clone you. I I am going to skip along the rest of my life just listening to you champion us because it's it's so meaningful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that intelligent support is what I call it. Um, next for New Lastin, we have been, again, I, I bootstrapped this company. 
I invested my own money. I was literally on Medicaid. I was living in an Airstream trailer when I first launched the business because I put everything into it time-wise. I'm still putting in 16-hour days. I'm very, very involved. Um, But we're at a point now with our ingredient deck, with your stamp of approval, um, that we are ready to start entertaining international expansion as well as retail. So just because I'm a woman of um, visualization and intention, I will just say this. My goal, my goal is to be in Blue Mercury. I don't know why I became so obsessed with Blue Mercury, but I think it's somewhat of an adult um, cosmetic retail location that we would fit extremely well in. Our consumers and their consumers are one and the same. Um, so that that is something that I'm just going to put my intention out there. Blue Mercury, if you're listening, you need me because okay. I want an entire kiosk surrounding Elastin in your store and I want them to own the category for retail. So that being oh, said, wow. um, that's my vision for the retail space internationally. Um, I'd like to start dipping my toes in to see if we can move forward. But again, we, we've been doing this like not not super small time, but our team is very, very small. Um, and we do everything in-house. We, we don't manufacture. I've got a manufacturer in Colorado who's just right down the road. And then we courier with a buddy of mine who owns a courier service to our fulfillment house. And then fulfillment house ships it to the customers um, direct to them. And so everything's really fresh, which means that our product's really potent, which means that it really works. And I love that about us. I love that when people get our product in their hand, it's like, it's so, it's like buying fresh organic fruit, so to speak. It's everything just, you, you ever been to Europe? Um, yes. And when you buy fruit there, if you don't eat it, like in a day, it goes off because it's so fresh. It doesn't have a bunch of Monsanto in it. No offense, Monsanto, sorry about that. Um, yeah. but, <laughs> oopsie. <laughs> anyway, oopsie, uh-huh. sorry, didn't mean to go there. Um, but, but everything that we do right now, I still want to make sure that we have that level of intimacy with our products, not the intimate care market, but still lash brow hair. I want to fortify the hair uh, line so that we can introduce um, more care for the scalp as well as a shampoo and a conditioner that also supports the um the elastin root system and that supports how we can keep our scalp healthy and our hair healthy so that we can get the maximum results. So the hair care portion of it will be expanded in the near future. And then just internationally retail wise, um, I wouldn't mind if cosmetologists caught wind to how amazing our product is. Um, I know that Olaplex had their big moment years ago when everyone started carrying it in their salons. Um, in my humble opinion, our product would fit nicely in every salon. And it uh, I just haven't had the bandwidth at this point to really chase um, that market. But hopefully it will now come now that we've got things ramped up and we've got our we've got our seal. Yeah. No, I uh I absolutely I'm like I'm I'm behind you. I'm going to visualize Yay. this with you. Honestly, <laughs> Leah, you deserve it. This is amazing. Well, and you, you know can what? and you can wink at me with those long luscious eyelashes of yours. Oh yeah, I will. You're going to feel like a like a strong breeze. We can do away. we can do butterfly <laughs> kisses. I love that. That's all. I love that. That's I know. I mean, honestly, you you guys are so good though. I mean, it's not even about the hype. It's really about just being genuine, right? I mean, at the end of the day, we have so many options in the industry and I just love seeing a brand like Nolaston because you guys have the science, you have the heart, you have the, the, you know, the ethics in place. And that's where I'm like, you know, I feel like there's, it's so much more now to be a brand than it was back in the day. It's so much more. It means more. And as a, as a consumer, I can tell you, you know, a big part of why I created Skincare Anarchy was to have that connection, right? With the brands, like to understand, like, who am I buying products from? You Mm. know, like, Who's behind the brand? Who is it that's coming up with the vision? And and who am I connecting with? Because we have to be like-minded with the founders. And I feel like you're just listening to your story and hearing your vision. Like, I relate to you. You know what I mean? I understand why you went so hard and you invested so much in this because you wanted to find a solution. And that's what we need, you know, as consumers. You need somebody who works 16 hours a day to bring you the best. You don't want a, a CEO that's sitting there and saying, I don't care. 
do whatever needs to be done to sell product. You know, mm. like you don't that, want that. That like, hurts my ears that. just hearing it. Right. But part of it, part of it, um, Etka, is the the fact that we don't have we're not a big corporation. We don't have a bunch of investors saying profit, profit, profit first. So yeah. to me, it profit is is secondary to performance. Again, the customer comes first in my mind. Actually, we go, we bend over backwards for our customers so much. You should be in some of our meetings where we want to run a sale, right? But we've got subscribers and the subscribers have a particular price. And if the sale is going to be more than that particular price, how do we take care of our subscribers, right? And yeah. so we'll sit there and we'll just, we'll all go around the circle and try to figure out, do we, how do we give them early access? How can we help them out? How can we make it right for them? Um, not long ago, I was able to reduce my prices for my scalp treatment and I blanket reduced prices for all of my subscribers. And that cost me a lot of money, right? Yeah. But, but it was the right thing to do. And that's kind of at the end of the day, I get to do the right thing every single day for the customers, for the business, for people's results. And we have four pillars at New Lastin, and you know them because they're all over our branding. But one is real science, real people, real results, and real responsibility. So those are our pillars, and those are what we stand by. Um, but it's it's about it's about doing the right thing. And again, because I don't have to answer to everybody else, um, I'll fight to the death to make sure that I am not wavering on my my ethics or what I believe in, because that's what I get. That's why I own the company. Yeah, no, I love that. I love everything you said, Leah. And I, I am a huge fan. I really am. And I know every, everyone listening out there, if you guys have not already tried Neil Austin, I'm really honestly recommending that you do, because I think one of the hard parts, like I said, is to find genuinely good science backed products, um, especially right now, because science is like now science is becoming a marketing hype thing, too, with the wrong hands. OK, in the wrong hands, I should say. And it's a really, really interesting time that we're in. So, you know, when we do when I come across brands that I really see their science working, I try as my hardest to recommend it to you guys. And Neil Austin is definitely one of them. I mean, you guys heard the whole story here, but I think you really have to try the products. Um, and once you do stick to them and try them for like, at least I would recommend from my experience, like one month to two months, you will definitely see what I'm talking about. Like it's, I mean, instant results are there too, though, for me, I won't lie. I, I mean, you know, I explained the makeup thing and that really is for me an instant result because if I can find something that helps my makeup go on better, I'm just, I'm a happy person, you know, at the end of the day, but like you really do start seeing the results. And, and I think with the, the, especially with the lash growth serum, it's just phenomenal. Like, I don't think there's a better one out there and I, I haven't tried it. I've tried all of them because I, I really have, I think I've interviewed every brand and that's, you know, got a big one. And I, I really, really stand behind this. We gave them their top, the top picks for this year as well, because it's the best lash growth serum, in my opinion, it's wonderful. And so I encourage you, please check out the brand, chime in. If you already have, leave us comments, any kind of feedback you have for us, we will pass it along to Leah and her team as well. But Leah, thank you so much. This has been such an honor to host you. And I am, like I said, I'm such a fan of everything that you are doing. So thank you. You are radiant. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs>